Welcome to the Adoption Connection Podcast, where we share resources by and for adoptive and foster moms. I'm Lisa Qualls. And this is Melissa Corkum. Don't worry, we get it, and we're here for you. So before we get started today, I would like to read a review from a listener. This reviewer says, what I love the most about the Adoption Connection is the diverse perspectives given. I appreciate the candor of both Melissa and Lisa. Their guests speak on a variety of topics related to adoption. As an adoptive mom, this podcast provides community for me. Thank you. I love that. Reviews are my favorite. Mm -hmm. Me too. So much fun. Do you want to tell everybody how they can leave a review for us? Because reviews... First of all, let me just say reviews really, really help other adoptive moms and adoptive parents find the podcast, which is what we want. So Melissa, tell everybody how they could leave a review. Yeah. So go to your iTunes app. Um, Unfortunately, the best reviews are with iTunes because they kind of rule the podcast space. And besides us loving the love that you said to us, like Lisa said, this is how uh, iTunes kind of decides what to show people in their searches for new podcasts. So that's why it's really important uh, to leave ratings and reviews on podcasts that you love. So if you are in iTunes, uh, go to the search icon. It looks like a little magnifying glass and type in the adoption connection or even just adoption. And you'll see the graphic for our podcast. If you click on that and then scroll all the way to the bottom, you'll see the ratings and review section and you'll see a spot to leave a review. And so We would love for you guys to give feedback on what you think about the shows, the format, whatever. We love hearing from you, and it really helps others know if this is a good investment in their time. Today is a Mentor Moments episode where we answer a listener question. These episodes give you a chance to join the conversation and guarantee we're providing the most helpful tools and resources for exactly where you are. This week's question is... What should I look for when seeking a mental health professional to work with our family? Obviously, all mental health professionals are not created equal, unfortunately. And so they come from all walks of life and beliefs and education. Our experience tells us that there are a couple things that are really important to look for in a mental health professional. And so it's really important to definitely interview or kind of really vet a mental health professional well before you commit to working with one with your family. So having a trauma-informed professional really trumps everything. Obviously, there are a lot of other things that we would love to see in our mental health professionals. Maybe it's someone who shares your faith or you know has experience in adoption. But when I work with families, they find the most helpful information and the have the best relationships with folks that are trauma-informed. You also want to look for someone who is at least amenable to connection and relationship-based strategies. So we talk a lot on the podcast here about what we call either connected parenting or trust-based relational intervention, TBRI. And so these are just relational-based strategies that are not necessarily cause and effect strategies. Some of those cause and effect strategies are things like cognitive behavioral therapy or other just talk therapy. Those are tools that are really hard for our kids to access and have success with. Um, You also want to talk with your potential provider about whether or not he or she works with your children together or apart and 
you know, you need to think about how that would look for your family. For older kids, especially, I know it's super controversial, but we found someone that we pretty much trusted with our lives. And so we wanted our older kids to be able to meet with our therapist individually um, because they had kind of had that sense of independence. They didn't necessarily trust us. And we really felt like us having to be in their sessions was a hindrance to them being able to explore some of the things that were really hard from their past. But again, you need to know your children, know your therapist, things like that. And then I also really believe in the mind-body connection. And so I would look for someone who is open to holistic approaches and other therapies and body work and kind of some of the cutting edge modalities that we know can really help our bodies process and heal trauma more effectively. Those are great thoughts. I want to add from my own experience, when you're doing um, real attachment work, especially, you know, we're not talking about teens here, we're talking about younger kids. If you're doing attachment work and therapy for that purpose, then you do want to be in the room with your child because you're you're not wanting your child to build attachment to their therapist. You're wanting them to build attachment with you. And a well-trained, trauma-informed, attachment-oriented therapist will know that. That was really important to us when we were looking specifically for to meet that need with our kids. Yeah. And I think for sure, either way you look at it, you definitely want someone who understands that children that are scared and really fragile can tend to triangulate or, you know, kind of spin the truth or even put adults on different sides of the, you know, line in the sand, if you will. And so it is really important whether you're meeting, you know, in session with your child or a mixture of both to make sure that your therapist understands that triangulation is a thing so that you and your therapist can always stay on the same side and your therapist can be pointing your children back to you as an attachment figure. I absolutely agree. That is very, that's probably one of the most important factors when you're looking for a therapist for kids who come from hard places and have been adopted or you're doing foster care. So that's great. Thank you for that. We've created a downloadable guide that talks more in depth about this subject. You can download the guide at the show notes for this episode at theadoptionconnection.com slash 54. If you'd like to submit a question for a future episode, you can send us an email to email at theadoptionconnection.com. You can also call our listener hotline at 208-741-3880. That line is not monitored or answered, so it's literally just a place where you can record a message. And then also, if you need more personalized help, we do offer private coaching. For more info on that, you can head to theadoptionconnection.com slash services. Before you go, we'd love to connect with you on social media. You can find us on Facebook or Instagram as The Adoption Connection. Thanks so much for listening. We love having you. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a quick review over on iTunes. It will help us reach more moms who may be feeling alone. And remember, until next week, You're a good mom, doing good work, and we're here for you. The music for the podcast is called New Day and was created by Lee Rosevere.